Welcome to Subjectively Correct Sports with David Henderson and Anthony Montague. Hey David. What's up? So you've been a fan of some bad teams in your life. Yes. Yeah. Um, Has it ever been so bad where you would, you know, I mean, I don't want to make light of depression because I know that's like a, that's a real thing. It's a very unfortunate thing. But would you ever say, like, colloquially, you were depressed? Oh. uh, Because of your team's performance. Oh, man. I No, because there was always something shiny somewhere else that would get my attention pretty quickly. Mm. You know what I mean? I I would just bounce to the next thing. Also, I'm pretty good, and uh, my family will attest to this, uh, especially my wife. If there's a problem or an issue, something bringing me down, something making me sad, I can avoid it pretty good at it oh so you just ignore it or like well stuff it deep down no i avoid it it's a little different than ignore yeah i avoid like i'm lamar like my problems are nfl defenders and i am lamar jackson every once in a while they get to me and i have to take care of them like face to face but for the most part i try to make it so they don't even touch me i'm pretty good at it okay until the playoffs come around. Mm-hmm. And then when the playoffs come around, the troubles get to me and I lose. A lot like Lamar So Jackson. would you consider avoidance a good uh, a good technique for dealing with your feelings? I'm a fairly successful adult with three healthy, beautiful, happy children, an adorable, charming, talented wife. And I have a podcast with my brother-in-law. I think it's worked out okay. Uh awesome the fact that you had to name the podcast is part of your successful life it's oh. <laughs> part of the joke anthony <laughs> like if you <laughs> it was part of the joke already and then you doubling down on making it a joke that i already okay yeah well okay well i'm glad you can deal with that i yeah i mean i over the years have you know i go through my seven stages of grief right yeah an idea which was stolen by the way oh yeah Some yeah we guy. we see you media sports media listening to our show you know now i know how like like artists that go in and like sue people for copyright and for like stealing their music and stuff like that i understand those people now because it's happened to me and yeah. it hurts someone earned money and looked smart because of something i did first mm-hmm. boo on that person mm-hmm. i won't name any names Mostly because I forgot I'm going to avoid that problem, right? Avoid my feelings on that. But you know what? Boo on that guy. Boo. Mm. Some fans Boo. some fans aren't as good as you, David, with dealing with their fan depression. Oh, yeah? So, uh, specifically Bengals and Browns fans. Ooh. Well, they're used to disappointment, right? Well, yeah. You figure it's like they wake <laughs> up, their team loses, and they're like, yeah. Yeah. Um, but some, some just can't deal with it anymore. And so a petition... Uh, has been sent to the Ohio State Medical Board asking for some help in dealing with their fandom. What is, what is the medical uh, board going to do to help? Well, I, let me let me continue. Oh, okay. According to the medical board, they received 28 different petitions qualify, for qualifying conditions for medical marijuana treatment, among those being a Bengals or Browns fan. Oh. So they're considering all the reasons that would qualify... For use of miracle, medical marijuana, among which is being a Bengals or Browns fan. So, I think you accidentally stumbled on something super brilliant. Okay. Okay? If marijuana is ever, ever legalized here in Texas, we're going to open up a thing. And we're going to call okay. it Miracle ma- Marijuana. Miracle. 
Because you, you went to say medical marijuana say, and it yeah, came out Malahan. Mi- miracle, yeah. Mir- miracle marijuana would be a great name for, for a place where you can pick up that stuff. And you know what? Uh, Trying to hear people say that high would be great. <laughs> right? We can't do it sober. Imagine people that are really high trying to say miracle marijuana. So the medical board has to actually meet. We're just going to move on from. We're just going to yeah. move on from my stuff. Okay, uh-huh. all right, yep. cool. They're meeting next month, February twelfth, and they'll. The committee will decide on which con- uh, petitions will be considered, and then later a final vote will happen in the summer because nothing, in our in any bureaucracy can happen uh, with any kind of expediency. I mean, how long is it going to take them to say no? I mean, because it seems they're going to say no, right? Yeah. So why why can't they just send a nice letter back saying no and then move on? Yeah. So uh, I don't know. I, I doubt I would ever be so depressed because of my fandom right. that I would seek medical attention, right? Whether through medical marijuana or other medical intervention. Um but I've been close. I mean, well, we'll get to it later. Talking about the Dodgers, I was feeling some rage this week, David. Yeah, yeah. I could I could have used something to bring me down a little bit. Well, there. Okay, so you see what what had happened. What what had happened was a whole team cheated, <laughs> and two people got in trouble, which makes perfect sense. My favorite part of all of this is that there's this ringleader, Alex Cora. Okay, yeah. okay, well, we'll no, listen. Okay, 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 okay. Let's get into it in a minute. Wait, All right. Okay. Are we still talking about the marijuana stuff? Uh, Are we done with that story? No, we're done. Okay. All right. Doobie, right. doobie, do. Let's start. Doobie, do. I get it. <laughs> you rolled that one right into the podcast. All right. So, I think. The only real place to start right now, after all the football that happened, yeah. after fun, exciting stories we could talk about with the Lakers, you know. Uh, Lakers are awesome. Yeah. I could do that. Lots of uh, stuff we could talk about here. Uh, NHL's in full swing. <laughs> They're, uh, are they? Uh-huh. Uh, we have the first... Ice uh, is still cold. Yes. The, uh, we have uh, uh, an, uh, the Australian Open, the tennis match. Uh, the tennis match, you know, at the tennis tournament, uh, someone had to quit because she had a coughing fit from the f- smoke from the fires. Are you serious? Yes. So she had a coughing fit. And she collapsed to the ground, and everyone's like, "Oh no!" And all the nun people that were there watching, I, I saw the video. There were exactly nun people in the stands, and you know how I the- was just envisioning a full uh, a stadium full of nuns. Ha. Huh. <laughs> That'd be funny. Yeah. But no, it's actually just but it's, it's a habit of mine to daydream. Is it? Ah, uh, see, you, 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 you're not familiar with Catholicism enough to get that joke. Nope. Nuns wear a habit. Oh, that is funny. Yeah. No, no, I'm not familiar enough with Catholicism to get that joke. <laughs> but it's hard. That's mean to Catholicism. If you have a lisp and you're Catholic, I'm so sorry, dude. You're not allowed. You're not allowed. <laughs> no. if you have a lisp. Let's give you of that lisp like that. Really? Yeah. Catholicism. Yeah. What we were talking about. Oh, okay. And then the so so the, the umpire, right? They normally say something like when they're making too much noise, say ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen. It's always with a French accent too. Right? In in this case, because there was no like very few people there, the guy just said lady and gentlemen. <laughs> lady and gentlemen. You and you. <laughs> Phil and Jamie, if you don't be quiet. Mom, dad. <laughs> but anyway, so the, we could talk about that. But why I think, we could. I think we covered it, right? <laughs> and done. Anyway, I hope she's okay. But the other tennis player is probably like, wait, she has to quit? Like, I'm fine. Like, maybe she needs to smoke a cigarette once in a while so oh, she can't man. use this. 
I would love, I would love to be a professional athlete in a in a head to head sport like that, and to like make it as far as I could in the tournament be, because of people having to pull out. Like, I, yeah, sign me up for that. I mean, she did. I did as much work as the other person, right? As the actual winner. Oh yeah. Right. But. Huh? What? I don't know. So you're saying, like, I don't know where I'm going with this. So you're saying you'd just be I'm thrilled. just saying I would love to collect a check for doing nothing. Cool. I mean, cool. she did a lot of work to get there in the yep. first place. Sure yada, yada, yada. Get in shape. Probably whatever. Uh, yeah. She's not one of those people that like wants the so, toughest okay. competition all the time. Okay, we talked about the stuff we don't want to talk about. Did we? Well, you mentioned a bunch of things. I did. And we'll get to those things, I'm sure. And what did you want to talk about? I don't remember. I got caught up in Australian Open and stuff like that. And oh. This lady, but I imagine, I imagine the her her like the 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 gal, the, the lady, the woman that she um, yes that that she was playing against the female is yeah that her I'm sure there, there were, are a number of different ways you can say woman David. and I just did all of them and then she uh, she just like walked over like whoa like you know, okay and she seemed unaffected by the smoke right okay it makes me wonder like why did this woman why was she so affected that she couldn't breathe and had to stop playing. Uh-huh. It also kind of seemed like she gave up kind of easy and too early, right? Like she Are coughed you for, saying... Well, just hit me up. She coughed for like 15 seconds and like, I have to stop. Uh-huh. And I was like, well, why don't you just like ask for like a five-minute recess. Right. Get yourself some water. Maybe get like get some... Get tire swing. Something. And then, I don't know, like go back out and play tennis. Because mm-hmm. like, other people were just like, fine. So maybe it's just like a, get that little that little thing in your throat, that tickle in your throat, the old ladies call it, right? Uh-huh. When you, the old lady tickle in your throat, right? Yeah. You get that? You take care of it, give yourself a lozenge, and go get that bread. Or go get that chicken, as uh, Marshawn Lynch would say. Is that what he called money? Uh, during his final press conference, maybe. <laughs> okay. Or his, his second final press conference, right? <laughs> his he, most recent final press conference. Yeah. Marshawn Lynch press conferences are awesome. Did you know he was on an episode of Brooklyn Nine-Nine? I did not know that. He played himself. <laughs> That's funny. It was awesome. At it, one point he says, Ah, oh, they forgot my Pico de Gallo. <laughs> He's awesome. So you know how he's really short with the media and stuff? Right. There's one character who's like really grumpy and doesn't like people. Uh-huh. Her name is Rosa and she's yeah. fantastic. Right? You know, no. Uh-huh. Well, she's I like Rosa, yeah. super angry and all that stuff. Always doesn't like talking to people, doesn't like interactions, doesn't like friendship, all that stuff, right? She was really excited to meet her idol, Marshawn Lynch, because he she's uh, he's just as a curmudgeon as she is, right? As much of a curmudgeon. And so he goes Are to you sit down. extra caffeinated right now? No, I'm good. I did You're speaking to- at like one and a half speed. My wife wasn't feeling well. <laughs> So I stayed what's, home. So what's I, happening right so now? I, I, st- I stayed home from work today. My <laughs> wife didn't feel well this morning, so I stayed home from work. I helped take care of the kids. I took them to school. Yeah. Uh, did I do some dishes? I don't think I did the dishes last night. Anyway. Oh my god. Neither here nor there. You've been so, so productive. Sort of, but I think not being at work has hmm. made me like I don't know. I haven't used. Why didn't energy. you go to work? I just said that. No, wait, say it again. Oh, because your wife is sick. Yes. Yeah. You listen poorly. No. Yes. I think the list, I think the listeners of our show, all six of them, they'll get, they're gonna say yeah, yeah. yeah. Sometimes Anthony listens poorly. So anyway, so well, Rosa's all excited. Hey, in my defense, you've what? said three thousand things so far. Uh huh. I caught most of them. That's impressive. So anyway, imagine being in my English class. What? Okay. So uh, anyway, Rosa's all excited to be around this curmudgeonly guy who just blows people off and doesn't like talking. Why are to people, we right? talking about? Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Marshawn Lynch. Okay. And so she's all excited to meet him, right? And then uh, she goes and like he's in uh, the captain's office and yeah. he's explaining the crime that he witnessed. 
and he will not shut up about it. And yeah. He keeps going like 30 minutes later, and he's still talking about his Aunt Clarissa and how it reminded of him about that one time when she was, and then 45 minutes later, and he was like talking for two and a half hours, and Rosa was like, I'm so annoyed that my hero, Marshall Lynch, is a chatty Cathy. <laughs> She's all upset, uh, which is funny because that's not how he is. But yeah, he said, he said he, that kids, uh, uh, players in the NFL, they need to take care of their chicken. They need to take care of, he said, take care of y'all's mentals. That means your your head. Uh huh. Okay. Take care of y'all's bodies. Yep, got that Take one. Take care of your bread, and it's just bread makes sense, right? But he called it your chicken, and I was like, I've never heard it. Chicken. Yeah, okay. I've never heard it that way. So, but that's football. We weren't going to talk about that yet. What I wanted to talk about <gasps> to start this off because it's such a big story, and I feel like we're going to talk about it. But they tried to sandwich it in between uh, NFL yep. divisional round and the college football playoff. Uh, championship, but we didn't get caught up in their little PR uh, Lamar Jackson move. We are here talking about the important thing, and that is, of course, the Academy Awards. So, just kidding, mm. is uh, the baseball cheating scandal. And the Astros got dinged. I, I would call it a love tap, actually. It's just a little it's love like tap. like, just oh, no. a little banging on a garbage can. Oh, <laughs> I see what you did there. Yeah, so, okay. So, MLB, we don't know what they actually found, but apparently they have enough evidence to uh fine the astros five million dollars lottie freaking da but that is the most they can find them collectively bargained yeah so they uh the miami marlins sold for two point two and a half billion dollars recently or whatever the marlins right the worst franchise right imagine a very very uh successful franchise a world series franchise imagine that team selling right now they would go for at least what three and a half four billion maybe yeah, I mean... Big market, recent success, future success with good players, right? TV deals are even bigger than they were when the Marlins sold. Yeah, I, I don't see any reason why they wouldn't... It wouldn't be more than what the Marlins sold for. But, I mean, okay, so $5 million. The the owner, that's pocket change for a Major League Baseball owner. He finds that in the couch of his yacht. <laughs> um, and uh, yacht the, the GM and the manager were both suspended from baseball for a year they were subsequently fired by the astros Uh and um they had some draft picks taken away or not even not even taken away right they just no it was taken away the first and second pick from this year and next year's mlb draft which they're a good team so like it wasn't like they were going to have the number one pick anyways and baseball it's such a you get 500 picks. It's like, crazy. And so it's such a crapshoot. I think you pick until teams are done picking. Right? It's, just, it's when you, you just, like, exhaust yourself from picking. Well, basically. <laughs> yeah. but, but it's like... Uh, it's like my dad said, like the guys on his rugby team mm. that were from the islands and stuff, mm. right? He said, when we went to a buffet to eat, they wouldn't stop eating when they got full. They would stop eating when they get tired. <laughs> and these were big dudes, right? <laughs> and they got a Charlie horse in their jaw. <laughs> my jaw just can't do it anymore. Like, that's when they moved on to like the, the, the soft serve ice cream and stuff. Anyway, mm. so the, uh, but yeah, you just kept to pick so, and pick and pick so, until you run out of so they had So they found, MLB must have found enough evidence to, to love these punishments. Evidence well, of what? Evidence that they were stealing signs illegally. Like systematically using they developed technology. Technology uh, that is not approved for in-use, in-game use. Right. So, so supposedly there was a TV monitor up in the dugout and they were using that to get information delivered yeah. to their players by banging a trash can or whatever devices yeah. they, they, they put together, right? Mm-hmm. Apparently, A.J. Hinch, the manager, came and, quote, broke the TV two or three times. Yeah. 
And the players, which <laughs> some players have said, and get this, this is great. Some players have said, well, if we knew AJ Hinch didn't want us doing it or disagree with it, we would have stopped. I mm. think breaking the TV showed pretty pretty clearly that he wasn't okay with but it. But also, like, okay, AJ Hinch, maybe it wasn't his idea, right? And this is all, like, predicated on the fact that, or, or on the allegation that this actually happened, right? Like, well, we don't know. We don't know what evidence there is. Well, play, play, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> bad timing. <coughs> Players, yeah. when they were given an, uh, what's it called, immunity, they started fessing up. Yeah. And so no players were fine. No players got in trouble, but the manager and right. the, the what's-his-face did. Uh, and Alex Cora, punishment pending, uh, further in Red Yeah, Sox Alex Cora was the bench coach, which is like the number two among the coaches, mm-hmm. right? He's right below the manager. He's a big number two right now. <laughs> he was with the Astros during their 2017 World Series run. The next year, he went to the Red Sox and was their manager during their World Series run. Both World Series against... Los Dodgers. Um, Do you mean Los Doyers? Yeah, Los Doyers. Um, so <laughs> you sent me a message I thought was funny. You said the part of me that's a Dodgers fan is furious right now. Yes. And you said so I'm 110 percent furious. That's right. <laughs> that made me giggle. It's and I've been trying to like be super impartial about all this because this has been going on for a few months that we've known that this issue was out there. And right. um, and I and I've said you know you can't really take the World Series away whatever like. We didn't really know the extent to how much they were using it. Were they using it in the postseason? The initial reports were that it was just like regular season. Um, but now, like, knowing that they use it throughout the postseason, and the guy who was, like, shepherding this whole scheme went on to manage the team that beat them the next year, uh, I'm, I'm pretty upset because, I mean... That affects players' legacies, right? How we, if, if Clayton Kershaw wins a World Series in 2017, right? His only bad game that series was Game 5 in Houston. Ooh. He pitched a, a gem in Game 1. He came in in relief in Game 7 and, and was lights out. The only game where he had trouble, and he gave up like eight runs, was in Houston. Interesting. And just baseball is a lot easier if you know what's coming. Oh, sure. So much easier. And that's why they went to such lengths to get these signs, right? And here's my thing. Here's my thing. Players can't say, oh, I didn't know this was going on, because players were getting the signals and they were getting the information, right? Yeah, they were the ones making it happen. Exactly. So I don't know. And yes, I see that. I I guess you're supposed to have oversight. You're supposed to be in charge of your organization. But at the same time, how come the players can get off scot-free with this? Because guys like... uh, um, Altuve and Bregman and these other guys, Springer, these guys are making tons of money, get tons of endorsements, stuff like that because of their postseason and, success. Yeah. And part of the infuriating thing about this is the punishment, right? So it's financial, it's draft picks, you're suspending some of the people who were in charge, not necessarily running it, but in charge of the team. Um, and yeah, those are those are significant penalties, sure. But if you told any other owner... Or most owners, if you could pay $5 million, you'd have to dismiss or fire your GM and and manager. After the fact. After the fact. And then the next couple seasons, you would lose your first few draft picks. Would you trade that for a World Series? All of them say yes. All of them say yes. I mean, I'm sure there are some very upstanding owners. And if you told them, well, the way you do it is by doing something illegal or against against the... the, uh, the rules, and then maybe some say, well, no, that's not the type of organization I want to run. But 
I bet some would do it, especially if they were told you might get away with it, right? And uh, even if you didn't get away with it as the owner, you could make sure the commissioner writes in there in, into his explanation about the punishment that the, the owner is scot-free and had no is yeah. not responsible for any of this. Well, okay, so they were fined $5 million for their the activity that occurred in 2017. Do you know how much estimated profit they had the next year? Or as a result of the World Series? $2 billion, something crazy. No, no, no it wasn't that much. Cra- something crazy. No, it was, it was like $60 million that they can attribute to the World Series Just win. the World Series win? Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, they obviously made much more than that. But And this has been going on in baseball for a while now with the steroid stuff. So guy takes a bunch of steroids, guy yeah. goes off, guy has a big year, gets a big contract the next year, gets caught for steroids, boo-hoo, he doesn't well, care, he's made millions. In sports, you're always compensated for past performance, right? Yeah. Sometimes if you get a guy early enough as a free agent, you'll compensate him for past performance and, and future, but often you see these guys at the end of their run, right? They get they get paid for what they've done, not necessarily what they will do. So the Albert Pujols contract. Yes. Right? Um, and so, anyway, so so the, the the punishment isn't harsh enough. Do I think the Dodgers should be awarded the World Series in 2017-2018? No. Um, but I do think that they should vacate those World Series. If the Red Sox have, are, are shown to have done the same thing, then I think both of those World Series should be vacated. I was watching MLB TV the day this news came out, and, the, and I'm, I'm, these guys are, you know, employees of Major League Baseball, right, yeah. that are on the show, and they're saying, oh, wow, this is a massive consequence, right? This is like, in, in the history of baseball, a manager's only been suspended for a year or more twice, and one was Pete Rose, and, and one was, I don't know, someone else from like the 40s. And, okay, sure, but like, those managers that actually were suspended, like, were doing illegal things, or like, Pete Rose was gambling on baseball while he was a manager, right? Like, yeah. that's obviously a, a big no-no. And if you want to deter this type of behavior, you there has to be a serious punishment, and the the only punishment I can think of that would deter it is to say... No, you're no longer World Series champions. Return your World Series rings. Um, otherwise, people want to win bad enough, they're going to keep doing things like this. And you can't say it's never been done before. That's one of the arguments in Major League Baseball the commentators were making. It's like, well, you can't undo it. I mean, they won. And uh, USC, for example, Reggie Bush got some money on the side, right? Some boosters paid him some money. More on that later. <laughs> and uh, what did what did NCA do? Stripped they the vacated all the wins. Every win, yeah, not just the title. Every win, yeah. Did they, they make- win a title? Did Reggie Bush yes. win a title? Yes. yes, yeah. They vacated the national championship. And he wasn't doing anything to give himself a competitive. They advantage. maybe even made him give up the Heisman. I can't remember, but but yeah, yeah. Right, there was no competitive advantage there. That was just I'm gonna make some extra scratch on the side. And you mean some extra chicken? Sorry, some, uh, some ducats. The blooms. The bucket of ducket. The bucket of ducats? Yeah. I like it. So it's might, just, might it's just, uh, it bums me out yeah. that that's, those series may not have been fair and square, right? And even if they didn't cheat in the World Series, they had home field advantage and they had other advantages by performing well in the regular I think the season. Dodgers actually had home field advantage. But I mean throughout the, the AL the, playoffs and things the, like that, right? Against the Astros. But yeah, that's right. So Yeah, the Yankees took him to seven, the Dodgers took him to seven. Yeah. And <laughs> you Darvish. You Darvish has been uh maligned, right? by Dodgers fans since his horrible two outings in the World Series in twenty seventeen. Uh after news broke, he uh he tweeted out, 
hey, if y'all uh, have a parade in, in L.A., can you make me a jersey that says, you garbage? You Darvish said that? Yeah. That's so awesome. Because <laughs> that's what people would call, instead of you Darvish, they call them you garbage. <laughs> that's so great. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I bet I bet the players are furious about it, too. Well, And, then and I wish we could just replay it, right? But you can't do that. You can never do that. Right. And then the, uh, but didn't the commissioner's office send out a letter to the, to the team saying, hey, don't comment on this? Yes. And if yeah. I were if I were the gag order. If I was a baseball organization, if I had any position in baseball, if I was a player, if I was a uh, if I was a manager, GM, coach, owner, whatever, I would be talking about this nonstop because yeah. it'd be something I would want to address, especially if my team was doing things to, like uh, my team was on the up and up, I would be furious and I would make sure this is out of my game. Uh, you know what I mean? And so sure. and, and what are you gonna say? Like the court of public opinion will not allow you to fail in that case, right? No one's going to side with the commissioner. When you come out and you say, hey, this is cheating and this is bad, not only is it bad, but you also said it was bad, obviously because you punished these guys, right? Right. But, holy crap, why aren't... I, I mean, I would be furious. Dodgers, uh, who knows what was taken away from them due to, yeah. due to cheating. I mean, and, and every other team they play, too. Yankees should be furious, yeah. right? And I'm sure they are, yeah. right? But like, like we said, slap, in the, slap on the wrist... Nothing happens really. No players are going punished in any way, shape, or form. And the poor whistleblower in all of this, Friars, right? I mean, he's going to be considered a narc and a toxic uh, presence for the rest of his career because he was that guy that narked on the Astros. When most uh, fans, you know, would say this is a good thing because it got the bad story out in the open. So anyway, there's layers and layers, and we're going to have more stuff come out when Alex Cora, uh, when the investigation against the Red Sox comes out. And I imagine he gets banned for two years, three years, maybe even people have been saying banned for life. So who knows what's going to happen to Alex Cora. He might become the fall guy in all of this. Yeah. Um, okay, can we stop talking about that? <laughs> it's sort of, it's, I might need to petition the Texas Medical Board. For what? For, I need some medical intervention need to a, deal with you, you my, need, my feelings right you, now. You need a miracle? I need a miracle. Alright, so did you, uh, you watched the game last night, did you? I did. I watched all of it. We had it. some college football national championship. Wow. What do we call it now? College football playoff championship, national championship? Those in what the know it? call it the CFP national championship. CFP national championship. College football CFP Yeah, no, we don't do that. It's CFP national championship. It's college football PNC. What? Okay. <laughs> the LSU Tigers maybe are the greatest team ever in college football, and Joe Burrow maybe had the greatest season of any one player in college football. I, I think st- he threw like 60 touchdowns. I still think it's Macaulay Culkin. Well, he may be. I still think it's Macaulay Culkin. Macaulay Culkin He's got, got a, a bit great of that shape. going on. Yeah. yeah. Went to Ohio State. Didn't work out for him. Went back down to down south to Except the swamp. he's like 40 now. What? Macaulay Culkin. Well, I mean, Joe Burrow is old, uh, the same age as Lamar Jackson. Yeah. And Lamar Jackson is the second year in the league and the MVP. That's so crazy to me. Graduate transfers. Okay, I'm looking at the current AP Top 25. This takes into account uh, last night's game, right? Okay. So LSU, obviously, number one, right? They're, Clearly. They're the winner. Um, let's see. Number two, Clemson. Okay, makes They sense. beat them. Okay. Ohio State, yep. lost in the playoff. Georgia, they beat them in okay. the SEC Championship. Uh, Oregon, I don't think they played Oregon. Florida, they beat them. Jeez. Number six, Florida, they beat them. Yep. Number seven, Oklahoma, they beat them. Mm-hmm. Number eight, Alabama, they beat them. Whoa. Uh, they've beat, did they play Auburn? They probably played Auburn. Yeah, they beat Auburn. It was in the top 
what Auburn was fourteen. I don't know if any other national champion had has beaten that many top ten, top fifteen teams. Texas ended the season at nine. Uh, I think. The, well, no, I oh, think no, they, no, they, they, they were number the nine. They were number nine. They, they finished in the top twenty-five. Yeah, but isn't that crazy? Like this, they beat so many awesome teams. What happens a lot, Clemson especially, because of where they play. They play in the ACC, which yeah. is a basketball conference, right? Let's tell <laughs> right. it like it is, right? And when, ACC is it's it should be renamed the Clemson Conference, just because the football for conference. the foreseeable future, yeah. it's going to be Clemson. Call it the Dabo, and so which sounds like a dance move. Now that I think about it. It's like you dab the Sweeney C. Oh, yeah. I don't know the Sweeney C. I like that's better. Yeah. But you, uh, when they their schedule was so soft, but then they won in the playoff. I mean, Oklahoma should have beat them probably, right? But anyway, they have such a soft schedule getting to it. But the way that LSU was able to play the best teams in the country and oh, yeah. beat all of them, it's super impressive. I don't know if we've ever seen a run like this because of the way college football is normally set up, like the schedules you mm-hmm. normally have. Are usually pretty weak schedules during the regular season, and then you know the playoff. You play the best teams in the in the in the country, but this is just an, a, a crazy run that we may never see again because of the way they schedule games for these universities. Yeah, and 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 Joe Burrow, he's a transfer, right? He did not get the starting job in Ohio, no, Ohio State, and uh, he kind. So, like, usually when that's the case, you it's because you're not. Good enough, right? Yeah. He transfers to a, a team that uh, is ranked at the time versus Ohio State, ranked a little lower, right? Go to Coach O, Coach o, quarterback whisperer now, I guess. And I think he he had thrown like 16 touchdown passes for Ohio State, whatever, whichever was the last season he played for them. This year, just listen to this. Yards, 5,671. Okay, that's uh, ranked number one for this year. Touchdown passes, 60. 6-0, right? He played, what, 14 games? 15. 15 games? 15? 60 divided by 15? What is that? Oh, no, your, your kids were doing math. Four. Downs. Oh, four. That's four a game, it's David. Four. <laughs> four. It used to be, if you go back to like the 90s, that's a game of your life. Yeah, four touchdowns? Yeah, you throw yeah. four touchdowns? That leads Sports Center. Yeah. People like, in the record books. One for the record books, folks. That was every Saturday for him. Jeez. He had five touchdown passes in the game last night. He ran for one more. And he had six interceptions. So if, you're, if your TD to interception ratio is 10 to 1. That's Aaron Rodgers stuff. You're doing you're doing pretty good. So he, he is a pro quarterback and, playing in a pro offense with pro weapons around him against college kids. And that's what it looks like. Yeah, and, and I don't... I mean, you could say maybe a system, but if you look at some of the throws he's making, he's got the arm strength. He's putting the passes exactly where they need to be. I think I think he's gonna do. I don't. You can never say surefire, right? Because college NFL, I don't know. But he's got the build of a quarterback. He's got the arm of, of an elite quarterback. You know, John Elway just salivates every time oh he sees goodness. him. Right? He he loses his mind. He's Unfortunately. Like, oh my God. He's going to be a Bengal. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, he'll, sorry. He'll find his way. If he does poorly, he'll find his way into the Broncos organization somehow. Because he, he is the perfect future Broncos quarterback yeah. if he is bad. If he ends up being a bad there, NFL quarterback, he'll weasel his way into John Elway's office eventually, right? There is no known antidote for Bengalism. <laughs> That's so true. A.J. Green couldn't. Oh, man. I did, whatever. Yeah, that team. Poor Bengals. Mm-hmm. So he's going to be a Tiger again. Yeah. I told my wife. I tried to bet her that the Tigers were going to win last night. Yeah, yeah. She wouldn't. T- she wouldn't take the bet. 
right? Oh, man. I, I could have gotten, like, a free back rub or I don't breakfast mm. in bed or what? something. I don't know. Okay. Do you like breakfast in bed? No. Why not? I don't really like breakfast. What? Yeah. What? I'm not a big breakfast person. Because of the time of day or because of the foods involved in breakfast? Uh, no, nah, mostly the time of day. I just, I don't really get hungry until later in the day. I get that. Yeah, yeah. But So I feel like I'm forcing myself to eat. Oh, no, I get that 100%. But isn't it wonderful if you wake up with just a nice light breakfast, someone just delivers it to you, you can eat it right there in bed. Like no, maybe a, a slice bed, of French no. toast. No, you get crumbs in your bed. You can wash a bed. But you can't wash a crumb. Well, I mean, you could. It just felt profound. It wasn't. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you're like... Matthew Deep Mc- down inside, you always know that crumb's still there. <laughs> okay. Just waiting for you to roll over on it. Uh, okay, the smallest crumb in a bed in the middle of the night feels like a boulder, right? It really is a yep. princess in the pea situation. No bathroom jokes. Last night's game was really fun. It was a good game for about two and a half quarters. And then it got long, and it was just Clemson yeah. not being able to catch up, and then, yeah. Uh, but we had some awesome NFL games over the weekend. The division around, and first of all, like, why do we call, why not just call it the quarterfinals? The divisional round? Oh, cause, the wildcard round? Because the wildcard teams play in the first round. I know. And then the division... I, I know why we do oh, okay. it. I know why the names are there. Oh, okay. It's just like, what other sports, are, I guess maybe in, in baseball, do they have they have the divisional round and the championship. I guess it's more common. It just feels, I don't know. It feels weird to me. Just call it the quarterfinals. Well, so let's change everything because you yes. don't like something. Thank you. Whatever. Anyways, in the quarterfinals of the, of the NFL playoffs. Not going to stick. <laughs> we had some awesome games. Let's start with the most uh, improbable game. First of all, the Texans going up 24-0 on Chiefs. That was super improbable. What happened next was even more improbable. The Chiefs scored 51-7 over the next three quarters. Yeah. Texans were up 24-0 at the end of one. That's like, I don't know what ESPN's stat cast win probability had it at. but That's got to be 99.8. So, betting wise, mm. I think it was Caesar's Palace had uh, had the te- uh, Texans uh-huh. at uh, plus two fifty at that point, right? Yeah. So you had to bet a hundred to get two fifty. Yeah. Which uh, it's not that great, right? So even when they're down twenty four nothing, if you bet on the Texans, so the odds still weren't good, right? So at least Vegas didn't think that that lead would stick, but I don't think Vegas had the lead disappearing in one quarter. That was insane. It was crazy. Yeah, they <laughs> the Chiefs scored 28 unanswered points in the second quarter. In the second quarter. 28 points second, in the second yeah. quarter. They ran out of fireworks yeah. at Arrowhead Stadium. That has to be so deflating because the Texans, they're probably like, wow, like we've got this. You know, like, I can't, we're doing it. We're actually doing it, right? And then the Chiefs wake up and they punch them in the mouth over and over and over and over again. Mahomes, it's like they just, it's it's really an older brother, younger brother situation where it's like, yeah, I'm not going to play offense for the first 10 minutes of our game, okay? You go ahead, right? And then you're like, okay, I'm going to play now. And you're blocking shots, right? Yeah. Squishing I, threes. You're dunking on your brother. I thought it I thought it was like playing Madden on Hall of Fame and then getting <laughs> pissed off and then switching it to rookie and then just... Game genie. 
That's such an old reference. Yeah. Uh, the Chiefs look really good. I think they're, at this point, they look like the favorite, maybe. I mean, I think the Niners are right there with them, but but they might. I would, I, I'd sign up for that Super Bowl right now. Niners Chiefs, that'd be fun. If the best defense get the best offense, we've had that several times in in playoffs and Super Bowls and stuff like that. It seems like the defense always prevails. Yeah, the defense. Uh, yeah, I mean, you look like the Ravens teams, right? Whenever they've made the Super Bowl, they win. Um, what other games? Packers beat the Seahawks. That was my least favorite game of the weekend, just because I don't like either of those teams. It wasn't super Although, exciting. So I feel really bad for Russell Wilson. He my, did about everything he could do to win the game, and he just, you know, didn't have didn't have the people around him that he needed. Yeah, right? well, DK Metcalf is is amazing. He's special. Right? Yeah, he really is. But Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf, but they don't have much else to go on, right? I mean, yeah. they, they were just I mean, ravished Wilson, by industries. Absolutely was, ravished, right? He was running for his life all night. Well, yeah, the O-line's not great, right? But Russell Wilson is so good that he erases the, the other mm-hmm. uh, discrepancies on the team, and O-line is one of those. Yeah. I mean, you saw, you have to be really desperate when you bring in a guy from retirement, right? Like Marshawn Lynch was a really great player, but he hadn't played in a year, and they bring him in for Week 17 in the playoffs, right? And he got some carries, he got some touchdowns, right? But they were bringing in like third, fourth string guys and Marshawn Lynch to play running back because they were just devastated at that position, right? right? So you didn't have a lot of hope for them coming into the game against Aaron Rodgers. And Aaron Rodgers got up early, started managing the clock and things like that, and they were what able to What time did you wake off. up? Who? Aaron Rodgers. What time am I waking up? No, what time did Aaron Rodgers wake up? I don't know. You said he got up early. So. Oh, what I, I meant curious. is what I meant is they were scoring more points and they were up point total. Before long, they they got up early. What time? The Titans somehow beat the Ravens. David, uh, was that just this week? That was this week. It feels like so long ago. Yeah. It feels like a dream, yeah. right? It's crazy. So Lamar Jackson looked mortal, but every possession they had, every single possession, the Raven, every offensive possession, Anthony, that the Ravens had, ended in Titans territory. Every single one. Yeah. And they put up, what, 13 points? Yeah, they had, like, over 500 yards of offense. I mean, if you just looked at the stats and didn't look at the score, you'd be like, oh, wow, Ravens won in a blowout. Lamar threw for Daniel, 300? Daniel threw for, what, 74 yards? Gross. He has less than 160 yards over the last two but, games, but, and he beat the Patriots and the Ravens. Okay? and, and He's the anti-Derrick Henry, right? Like, uh, they're both winning, but, like, Derrick Henry's doing unprecedented things. Tannehill's also doing unprecedented things, but for a winning quarterback. Like, no winning quarterback has ever put up the numbers he's putting up, and this is not a compliment. Maybe Johnny Unitas? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, you have guys, to go back to when the forward pass was just invented. Right? People are like, wait, what, do you, you throw it forward? But how? <laughs> can you imagine someone from With that what, era? my feet? <laughs> <laughs> can, can, I, can, can you imagine someone from that era watching the Chiefs right now? They'd be like, wait, you could put those guys out there, but what about the quarterback? Or you just throw it fast? I don't understand. What is this guy? He's huge, but he's so quick. Oh, my goodness. I can't imagine someone from that era watching football. Like, this is the game I played. What are they playing? This weird... That would be great if you could simulate something like that. It would be boring. Because one team would just run up and down the well, field. Score no, just to settle all the debates of, like, greatest ever, right? Oh, okay. You know? Some new student comes into my class for second semester, right? Okay. Some kid. But, to to clarify, you said new student? Yeah. Okay. And, uh, and he's like... Who's better, Kobe or LeBron? And well, I was like, all right, obvious. so so I have a Obviously. so LeBron, right? Yeah. So I have a reputation of being like the LeBron versus Jordan guy because there's a couple of guys in the basketball team in my class 
right? Okay. And so I mentioned that one day that I think LeBron's better than Michael Jordan as a basketball player. And they always argue this, like, the silliest things. They're always the championships. Like, championships, like that's a team thing. Yeah. It's like, yeah, but when the game's on the line, and I was like, LeBron has more clutch baskets than like anyone in playoff basketball history. And they're like, yeah, but but it doesn't have the killer instinct. And like, like you guys are, ugh. Just stop it. So I thought that was interesting, but it was this idea of like fighting as LeBron, or whatever. But I, you, do you think Kobe Bryant's legitimately a better player than LeBron? And then we'll move on. We'll talk more football. Uh, yeah. Okay, I disagree. But anyway, <laughs> so the uh, uh, I'm really excited about the 49ers Packers game. This is uh, my heart playing against my heart because Aaron Rodgers is my favorite football player, right? But. The 49ers are my favorite football team, mm-hmm. right? So we're going to have my favorite player against my favorite team. I think if this game goes anything like the last time the Packers and the 49ers played, it's going to be a boring 40 to nothing kind of blowout situation, right? Yeah. Aaron Rodgers threw for less than 100 yards against them last time. Aaron Rodgers, and we talked about this when the game happened, Aaron Rodgers looked not just not Aaron Rodgers, he looked bad. Yeah. He looked like Ryan Tannehill. Well, and he's kind of <laughs> looked like that. Oh, you're not to that degree, but this year he's not been as elite as he has been in previous years. Yeah, his touchdown-interception ratio is still, like, all-time great levels, though. But anyway, so I think the, the 49ers will do the same thing. They'll keep the ball out of his hands. They'll play great defense because they just don't have enough weapons to challenge the secondary, which has been a revelation this year. Richard Sherman will let everyone know how he feels mm. about it, right? And, uh, yeah, then the running game that the 49ers have, I mean, Garoppolo doesn't have to do much. And he's been good at managing games and keeping the ball away from the other team. And that's exactly what they're going to do. And I think the 49ers will win that game pretty easily. And I think I think the Titans' magic has run out. I think I think the Chiefs... Well, it, it's one thing... The, see, the Chiefs don't have a great defense, though. Okay? Yeah. And so, I think if the Titans can establish a run and Henry can get hot, I mean, he can keep them in the game. Yeah. The, the Chiefs don't need time of possession, though. Like no. some, like the Packers are and the 49ers, they're teams that need the ball, right? Yeah. The Chiefs need the ball for two seconds, and they can score on you. That's true. That's how long it takes Tyreek Hill to run the 60-yard dash. But the Titans have a good defense. I mean, granted, a great offense is going to overcome a great defense in the NFL most nights just because the rules kind of slant towards the offense. Right. And then it, something interesting happens in the playoffs where the referees let a lot more go, yeah. and the defenses tend to lock down a little bit more. Yeah, yeah so... I don't. I think the Chiefs will win, but I think there is a there is a timeline where the Titans keep it interesting. Like what the first quarter, first two quarters, maybe. Hmm. Yeah. So, so you think the game will be close for at least a little while, and then it won't be close? Yeah, I think that's very possible, David. Cool. You're so noncommittal. Thank it's almost you. frustrating. You're welcome. Joe Burrow had a 239.8 rating against Oklahoma. Is that possible? I don't know how. I that's mean, we're possible. looking at it, so it's got to be possible. He's crazy. The Lakers are still going good. I'm excited about that. It's hard to get too excited about basketball. Football still going on. A, a season that I'm actually interested in. What a crazy time of year! Like football matters, mm-hmm. and my football team is playing football games that matter. Yeah. In January, I'm not used to that feeling. I don't know what to do with myself. So on Sundays, I watch football. It's weird. Mm-hmm. But I like it. Um. I'm, like, sports out right now. I don't know if I have anything else to say. We covered all three major sports. Basketball very vaguely. Not, we didn't really get specific on we basketball. We talked about choking on smoke in we Australia. Did. We did. Shout out to all our Australian listeners. Hope you're staying safe. I wonder what happened to our Japanese listener. 
Oh, and our listener from Brazil. Remember we had a listener from Brazil, too? Yes. That was cool. I wonder what happened to that guy. We probably did not talk enough Pele. Ah, probably. Or Ronaldinho. Not to be confused with Ronaldo. Every fourth kid in that country is named Ronald. Or some variation. Or something like it? Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like we're uh, pitter... uh, What is it? Puttering? Sputtering? Spittering? Well, you're obviously sputtering. As you mutter. Doesn't Can you add some really good music right now so it feels like we're doing a good job? I mean, I can try to find something to add in here, yeah. Okay. Something to give it like a, like, whoa, this must be cool because there's cool music oh, vibes. With our with our last few minutes, spoiler alerts if you've not watched The Good Place. Oh, okay. Are you up to up to date on The Good Place? Yes. Okay. Um, yeah, so I, I, just, uh, I just watched the, the most recent episode. Um... I like New Chidi. New Chidi's fun. Chidi's awesome. Chidi's fun. Yep, yep. Oh, I'm the idea guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they only have like four episodes left. Five episodes, maybe? Four or five episodes. And it feels like they're at the resolution. So it's just, I'm interested to see what the conflict's going to be over the next four episodes. Now, what I'm hoping is they don't just cut it off when the major conflict is resolved, but we see some resolution, right? Where we see like, yeah, yeah, yeah. what happens later, right? Because they're, they're oh, formulating a plan. That was my least favorite part of Harry Potter. Was like they just won the battle at Hogwarts, and like everyone, it's like so emotional. George died. Was it George or Fred? One of the twins. One of the redheaded twins, and then all of a sudden, fast forward twenty years, and you're like, "What? Wait, I wanted so I much. I wanted a little bit more. I wanted McGonagall to like embrace Harry and tell him like, my boy, like you did. Like I don't know." I needed I needed some more. I wasn't ready to come off of that emotional high yet. Right. And so yeah, I agree. When when shows or books do that and they don't let you they don't let you enjoy what's been what 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 the book or series has been working towards. Like you know what you know what movie got this right? Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. They love gave it. you five endings. Yes, they did. And I loved every one of them. And I wanted more. When that when that finals like when the Hobbit door shuts at the end of Return of the King and Sam says, I'm home. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And Sam goes into the right and the credits start rolling. I was like Take me back to Middle Earth because the movies were so good, right? Yeah. That resolution is so important. And there's yeah. resolution that they left out of the movie that was in the book. Wow, I love yeah. that. I love that, and I hope The Good Place does something like that, because if, spoiler alerts, they save the universe, and they rearrange, and they adjust the whole point system and all that stuff, yeah. I want to see what they do. I think I think what I would like is for Chidi and Eleanor to be like Good Place architects, right, and help them mm-hmm. design things, and I want Tahani and Jason to be Bad Place architects. Nah. So they help design like the test to make people do bad things and things you like that. You know what would be interesting be is, funny. is when they redo the the system if it turns out that like one or two of them has to go back to earth yeah and what if it's cheaty oh that would be funny that'd be rude for eleanor like she's, be, i don't i couldn't imagine be either of them unless they go back like together right yeah and they're both going back yeah oh that'd be too sappy i don't know but maybe know. maybe they'll have a chance to get their lives back but they have all their memories and that's like the gift that they're given for saving humanity is they get to go back to life and they get to How live many their times lives in life have, have you wished Oh, if I could go back like two years, but with the knowledge I have right now, I would go to junior high. That's what you would do. I would because I would. Did I you would invest in certain stocks. No, because I didn't have any money. Okay. But what I would do is I would like, 
I would dedicate myself to things that I knew were important. Like back then when you're immature and stuff, like mm-hmm. you do things that are stupid all the time, right? right? Like we do stupid stuff. But uh, <laughs> but I would go back and I would focus I would like, really hard on Facebook. Baseball. Well, sure, if you have the technical know how to do that, right? I, no, I just copyright the name. Oh, so some guy has to buy Facebook I would from you? I would register all the really popular domain names. Well, yeah, but... I mean, Zuckerberg's just going to call it something else when he comes across it, right? Because he didn't have—he was a college kid, didn't have enough money that he would just call it something else, like Faces Book, and he would yeah, be like, at, "Oh shoot, at some, oiled by Zuckerberg." At some point, he's going to want it. Oh, maybe. And then that's when I make my money. I don't—I don't know. Let, let me consult the. I know uh, someone. I know someone who has the domain trucks.com. <laughs> you do trucks? Yeah. Why am I just now hearing about this? <laughs> uh, news alert. From ESPN, Alex Cora and the Red Sox have parted ways. Oh, interesting. So the Red Sox... Like, We're breaking news. We are. So the Red Sox are like, oh, this block is getting hot. We need... You got to go, Alex Cora. So he's probably going to be... Uh, I imagine he doesn't have a job in the league ever again. Major League Baseball, if you want to protect the integrity of your sport, your punishment has to fit the crime. Yeah. And cheating, uh, cheating to win the highest honor in the sport... Should not be tolerated. Yeah. And if it messes with gambling, watch out. Oh, no. Oh, Alex Cora needs to go to Puerto Rico <laughs> ahora. Like, right now. He need, I bet he's on a plane. I bet he's in the air currently. If he's not, he needs to be. Okay, something funny that happened real quick before we sign off. Because I know we hey, got Alex, to get going. Cora. Get it? That means run. <laughs> That's great. So, uh, Odell Beckham Jr. was handing out wads of cash to LSU players on the field after they won. <laughs> Yes. Right? And people are saying, like, oh, uh, the P- LSU PR department came up with a brilliant strategy. It's Monopoly money. A brilliant strategy to avoid all NCAA sanctions and all that stuff, right? Just tell them it's fake money. It's fake, guys. Because, of course, everyone walks around with fake money. So I thought, yeah. okay, maybe they're telling the truth. And maybe Odo Beckham Jr., as a joke, as like, it's like, okay, guys, here's what I'm going to do. We're going to hand out this fake money that looks real. Then you come to You're my hilarious. house. You come to my house, and yeah. I'll give you actual money. Yeah. Uh, this is just like placeholders. So I can remember how much chicken I have. Yeah, if it, if it actually is money and any of those players has eligibility left, they better give it back. I mean, rules are rules. I mean, and, sometimes. And OBJ just like he doesn't just like sneak it into their hands. He's like counting it he's out like, all big. Well, he's making sure the cameras are right there. You're looking at this. There's like a dude with a microphone from CNN right there. Can you see me breaking rules? Here I go breaking <laughs> rules. You know what? Sometimes I feel bad about when a cashier hands me back cash. I'm a teller. Like I was a bank teller for for a couple years, mm-hmm. and then I was a banker. I always count money when it's handed to me. It's a bad habit. Like, it I don't, yeah. doesn't matter what happens. Someone's like, oh, here, you dropped this wad of cash. Okay, and just pick, I count it. Right? So I always feel like people don't trust me. Yeah. Or, or like, like, I don't trust them. Right? Mm. But it's just a force of habit. I grab money I've seen and I too count many it. movies where the suitcase, it's like 20s on top and then blank pieces of paper on the bottom. You gotta count it all. Learn from us, the bank teller guys count your money. I'm just gonna erase this from the podcast. Yeah, okay. Like, we, I think we had a good natural place to end it. And I screwed it up. So I think we're just going to... Maybe this is the part where we can add the neat, cool music. So my rambling and my my garbage talk right now sounds a little better. What do you think? Something jazzy, something snappy, something hard rock? Something like dubstep? What are you thinking? Maybe you can get the uh, the Jim Carrey Mockingbird from Dumb and Dumber. Huh. That would probably improve uh, this segment. But... Would people be able to hear what I'm saying over the Jim Carrey Mockingbird song? That's the idea. Oh. Sound effect.